Read, write, live. Hi, I'm Janita Morris, and this is the View 112 Podcast. Here, I think out loud and share my perspectives on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. Hello, today is Saturday, March 18th. 2017 and this is episode 7 of the View 112 podcast and today I'm excited because I get to do my first interview. Um, So I'm sure you all have heard me tell the story but just in case this is your first podcast, um, I I am currently in school working towards my undergraduate degree in management studies and one of the classes that I am taking is entrepreneurship and venture planning and I had an assignment for that class in which I needed to interview an entrepreneur or a small business owner um, and write a paper about that interview. But I decided to do that, but also live record um, for the podcast and and personalize some of the questions myself. So I'm excited to uh, tell you all that I am interviewing DJ Lady B, and uh, she is the person who created the music for my intro uh, that you hear, the intro to the View 112 podcast. That beat is created by DJ Lady B. So B, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. <laughs> so B, um, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm 31. Um, I know woman's not supposed to tell her age, but I'm 31. <laughs> um, I've been a, a freelance DJ, um, entrepreneur, slash producer for 19 years. Um, pretty much just, you know, anything to do with music I try to put my hands on to. So... It's been a passion that I cannot let go, even if life work-life balance gets hard, if gigs get overwhelming, I still manage to work that in there. So um, it's definitely just, it's a passion is something you can't let go of. Okay, 19 years, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, how did you get into DJing? I was always fascinated with um, this radio station when I was growing up. Um, it was an AM station. It was super, super horrible quality, but it just intrigued me because I thought that Jerry Silvers was a celebrity. Um, he was a local DJ. He was a local DJ on okay. the radio station. And just his voice and the way, like, he got me excited and he would give away stuff. And I, in my brain, imagined him in some really cool place. And every day he got to come on the radio and play the hottest jams. And um, my first experience with him was I won this Run DMC CD at five. Ooh. It was just a Christmas and Hollis. And I almost lost my mind. I have Christmas and Hollis on yeah. my Christmas playlist. <laughs> so it just, it was one of those things that after that, I just wanted to be like Jerry Silver. It was like... Okay, and where are you from? I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. So he was a, was he a hip-hop DJ or? It was, yeah, it was a local um, hip-hop and R&B station that played oldies on Sunday, you know, the classic after church music for the nanas and papas. So um, I grew up around that radio station on my life. So that's how you were inspired. Yeah. What made you say, I know, you know, 19 years ago, like, I'm going to go and buy the equipment, I'm going to be a DJ? Um, right after that, it started. Um, I did a uh, a career day where you were able to pick. I was in seventh. I was like seven years old, and I got a chance to pick um, what I wanted to follow. So in the local town, I was able to go and follow Q one hundred eight. It was another radio station. It was top forty, um, and I got to spend the day with one of the DJs there. And that's when I knew, after seeing his turntables and everything, that that's when I went home and like came up with a plan on how can I get equipment. Um, how can I convince you know my nana to spend money on DJ equipment, which it didn't work, but I made alternatives. So, um, you know, it was just the neatest thing ever for me. How did you find the confidence to enter an arena 
Because um, let's be honest, still, I think, you know, female DJing is, that's still a thing, yeah. right? What made you say, like, hey, I'm gonna, I know I'm a girl, I see a lot of guys doing this. Like, what gave you the confidence to step out and try it? To be 100% honest, I never even thought about the gender specifics. Okay. It was just almost like I saw a goal. The way I was as a young person, the way I am now, when I want something, I go for it. I really don't let obstacles stop me. I so that. I didn't think about the fact that, like, it was male-dominated until, like, after years of success, I was like, dang, there's only two of me in the whole state, you know, that I know of or in the whole city that's right. just doing what I'm doing, you know. So it's crazy when you're standing up at a DJ battle with 400 DJs and you're one of two girls. Yeah. That's when it hit. Wow. So uh, my podcast, uh, as you know from the intro anyways, I talk a lot about uh, balancing a career while trying to build a freelance writing business. That's my goal. And so as a person who has a full-time career that also, you know, freelances as a DJ, is an entrepreneur, runs your own business, um... What would you say is the biggest obstacle or um, maybe thing that someone should be concerned about if they're going into that? Just knowing how to balance your time, you know. Having a full-time career that is flexible has been fortunate, Mm -hmm. especially working with the company I work for now. My previous employer, a lot of my work was on the road and, and driving in my personal vehicle, so it gave me almost ways to kind of work around it, and I always try to make sure that with DJing, you have your schedule in advance. So when you're an entrepreneur, a part of balancing your business is balancing your time management. Okay. And it's really important to kind of sit down and plan that out weeks and months in advance to make sure that everything is working in a timeline to where you're not overwhelmed and your customers aren't seeing the suffer from that. So can I ask you, do you use any like productivity tools, apps? Like what's your process for time management? Honestly, just my calendar on my phone. Okay. Um, ever since smartphone technology, it's have a Palm Pilot, a Palm Trio. That's where I would start. That's my first phone I had where I had a really good and detailed calendar. I just try to schedule out at least 60 days in advance. That way it's good enough time for my day job, but good enough time for me to overbook things. Um, and once things are in stone, then I know that that's marked in red on my calendar. So anything marked in red is kind of blocked out so just the basics you really as a business owner managing time you spend a lot less money doing that it's just about keeping up with it okay and how do you attract clients I have a really weird way of doing it I like to be almost underground exclusive but I like working with people that have a genuine passion and interest for entertaining so I try to work with people that are doing retirements and barbecues or big concert venues somewhere where I can really shine and so advertising um, in in clubs or advertising um, by word of mouth or in small businesses um, by putting up you know ads or postcards I even do a lot of yearbooks the advertising yearbooks every year at the end of the year your young people are the pulse of what's going on in technology what's going on in the world and you know, they keep you on your toes. And most of the time, what's the first person that you ask if you need anything digital related is the young person in the family. Right. So <laughs> I thrive on the on the 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 twenty somethings to kinda keep that pulse going. So uh, one more true business related question. Um, how did you really or, or what advice did you have for someone that's like negotiating contracts with a client or, you know, like, do you get things in writing? Like, how do you negotiate your deals? Um, definitely contracts are important just because it gives 
when you present yourself as a business, you want to have something that shows them that this is someone's time and this is someone's money and energy. Also, without doing a contract, you, you don't really know what you're worth and you don't know what the client thinks you're worth. Mm. You come in without a contract, without a serious bonding agreement, you may put in a lot of work and at the end not have any compensation moving forward, which stops the growth of your business, which stops your return on investment, which stops, you know, anything that you want to do as far as growing your business. So definitely before you even get started finding the structure, which is your contracts, what you expect, your, you know, expectations for your year, growth. All right. What advice, and this is just maybe not necessarily DJing, but just uh, for someone that's like concerned about being an entrepreneur, maybe insecure about it, worried about jumping out there and trying it. What would you What would you tell someone like that? I would say if you're not afraid, then it's not for you. Um, fear is something that's always going to come up, but if it's a passion and you're scared, it's just you not knowing what the first step is to take. I would say. If it's an idea in your mind, you have a passion for it, if you're able to write a business plan and it has a purpose, then I would definitely say pick a part of the plan to take a step forward. And whether it's going to find out how much a building will cost or understanding a lease or putting together a contract, pick a part of your business plan that's going to be either the most complex or the most simple. And once you knock that task out, it's going to push you forward to want to give you that momentum you can do anything. to do more yeah ah, I like that um all right well B thank you so much for your time I want to oh, keep thanks. it short because you helped me with my paper already <laughs> <laughs> for class uh like I said when I read the assignment and I knew I had to interview an entrepreneur or a small business owner for the assignment you were the first person I thought about and uh for those who are listening and don't know B she is an infectious ball of energy <laughs> and light um, she's always the person that's like moving and shaking, talking really fast, always on the go, really uh, an engaging person. And so I thought for my first interview and especially for this assignment um, with an entrepreneur, like you were the first person that came to mind. So thank you for uh, your time and thank you for the beat no worries, <laughs> of no the worries. opening. I think it's really hot. I remember when I was like testing it out and sending it to people everybody's like this is so hot it made me feel a little bit more official and B is also the person who gave me a little mini garage band tutorial as well so thank you for that making lives easier one day at a time uh, so where can people if someone's like hey I want to book or DJ Lady B I want to learn more about her where can people find you out in the interweb um, I'm everywhere um, Instagram at DJ Lady B. That is DJ L A D Y and just the letter B. All smushed together. Nothing special. <laughs> um, or you can go to DJLadyB.com and stalk my life. Love. All right. Thank you for your time. My pleasure.